Hello and welcome to episode one of the Merch Motel podcast. I have no intro, no music. Um, I have no idea how this is going to turn out, so we'll see what happens. My name is Barkev. I run Merch Motel. Um, I assume if you are listening to this, you might be following me. Also, if you hear water, it's my turtle's filter. He just got a new tank today and a new filter. Anyway, I thought I would make a podcast because I talk a lot and I feel like there's, I always have so much to talk about. Like someone can just mention like, oh, I like this building. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, do you understand what this building is and the history behind it? And I'll like freak out. And then the other person will usually just be like, "Uh, okay, crazy. But yes, I thought I would just talk about like my interest in stuff via podcasting. So if you're also interested in it, you can listen to it if you want. I don't know. So yeah, I do this all on the side. Um, I'm a full-time toy designer pretty much and whenever I'm free I spend my free time sort of taking photos of stuff like buildings and things and then designing uh fun like retro products and yeah running my brand slash business online I've been making like TikTok videos with my voice like as the voiceover about like historical places and like information about it and I enjoy doing that so I was like you know what I have so much to talk about so I'm just gonna do it here as well so this episode i'm going to talk about myself which i did and then a beautiful beautiful wonderful hollywood landmark a little bit of history behind that it's one of my favorite buildings in los angeles i think and then i'll do like a q a i guess i hope this isn't boring if it is you don't have to listen obviously okay so where to start where to start so i'm gonna talk about crossroads of the world it's a beautiful wonderful perfect building in Hollywood and it was built in the 1930s. I have notes written down because I did some research. So I'm gonna look at that, make sure I don't like say wrong information. But yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, that's all you need to know, it's very cool. I need a format, which I don't have. So I'm gonna figure one out right now. I'll talk about the history of it first and then what it is today and what will happen maybe in the future and then references to it in other parts of the country, which is like one place. So I do know that there is some sort of dark history tied with this building. If you don't know, Crossroads of the World is located on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, and it's said to be the first outdoor shopping mall. There's no proof, so it's not like a fact, but a lot of people believe it was. It opened in 1936, and it was designed by Robert V. Dara. He was the architect behind it. The building is very cool. It's shaped like a ship. The front, like the front facade, if you look at it, you wouldn't really think that. Streamlined modern is the architectural style. So when you're looking at it from the front, it has these beautiful curves that go up. And on top of it, there is a globe. It's beautiful planet Earth on top, and it actually rotates. Currently today, it doesn't rotate. I'm sure it can if it turns on. I don't know. But originally, it rotates. And on it, with neon, around the Earth, it says Crossroads of the World. And fortunately, lucky for us, it's still here today. We can see it, like drive down Sunset and you'll see it. So Crossroads was a very unique shopping experience. The reason the the main structure is shaped like a ship is because you're sort of transported into the shopping plaza. I guess you can say it like that. The buildings surrounding the main structure represent different countries. So the architectural design of those buildings is... Um, actually inspired by the architecture of those countries. So you went on a boat and now you're shopping internationally. Um, like very cool. Oh my God, everything was so cool. And now everything's like everything is ugly. It's so, it's so annoying. So when it opened in the thirties, 
uh, part of the opening ceremony, uh, they invited all of the popular celebrities at the time. These celebrities represented different countries. Robert Videra, who's the architect who designed this building, also designed the Coca-Cola bottling plant. That building is shaped like a boat as well. I'll talk about that in another episode or something. And that building also is still here today. Thank God. I believe that one is declared a historical landmark. Crossroads is a historical landmark, which means it's protected from being like, it's protected from being demolished and altered, you know? So right now the space is closed to the public. It's um, used for private offices. I watched a, a video about this place and someone was like, yeah, you can just like walk in. When the gates are open, you can just sort of walk in and you know just roam at your pace and i was very shocked i was like oh that's cool like i wonder if you can still do that because i feel like they don't let you appreciate anything here it's like they'll charge you for everything you know so i watched that video and then like a week later i went to the hollywood museum on hollywood boulevard i was like okay i'm gonna go here but you know hollywood like no parking where it's like a million dollars to park your car in los angeles so i was like okay i'm just gonna like park like a little bit down found the parking spot right behind crossroads and as i was driving there I noticed that the gate was open like from the backside and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So I walked in <laughs> and luckily I had like all my cameras with me. I always walk around. I, I have like a lot of different cameras that I use, whatever. So I walked in and I was so happy. I was like, wow, 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 wow. I was freaking out. So I was taking photos and videos on my phone and I was, I just walked in like one portion of it and I was just like, I was literally so, <laughs> I was literally so happy, like I could cry. I know that's dramatic, but whatever. So I'm like enjoying my time, take videos of the ship, take photos. And then I this I didn't walk all the way around the ship. I was going to do that last. So then I was like, oh, I'll take pictures of these buildings and like show how, you know, it's like different architectural styles. So I'm doing that. And then there's this one really cool bench. I'm taking a video of that. And then a security guard comes out and he he's like yo what are you doing and i was like uh taking <laughs> taking photos and he's like what he was so confused um he was like you can't be here i'm like oh i didn't know that which i didn't know that and he was like you need to leave i was like can i take a photo of this building first and he was just like uh you already have your phone out and you're already taking the photo so i don't know if that was a yeah or no but i took my photos in that little section and then i was like all right i'm out so i didn't get to walk all the way around but i got a lot of like I was able to see a lot of it. So I was very happy. So yeah, I walked out and then sort of annoyed because I couldn't see the rest. And it's, it's like, I get it why people can't come in if it is private offices. But also it's like, do you not realize how beautiful <laughs> this place is? And the reason I'm here is because I'm going to cry from how beautiful it is. I walked to the Hollywood Museum. I think it was like a, a 10 minute walk from there. I don't even know. I walked, I went to the museum. I was like, this is sick. And I took photos of the Mel's sign. And then I walked back to my car. I had, I was gonna say something else, but I don't remember. Anyway, so it was very good, very cute, very beautiful. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. So apparently it's planned that this is, um, the space is gonna open to the public again and it's gonna be maybe a shopping plaza again. I'm not too sure. I have to look more into it but i'm very down like make that public space again please but if you do don't touch anything i know they can't alter a lot of stuff but like i mean look what happened to the pig and whistle even though that wasn't technically declared a historical landmark it was still done without permits allegedly but it was you know so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. also i feel like i'm gonna hate everything i just recorded and like delete it all and just restart tomorrow I'm looking up some info on Crossroads of the World because I don't want to get this wrong. There's more of like a dark side to the history of this place. 
Charles Crawford was the original owner, I believe, of the, the property where Crossroads of the World is. He was a political figure. I think he was involved with gangs and violence. And he actually was shot and killed on the site of where Crossroads of the World is. Uh, I believe his offices were there and that's where he died. I know I'm saying I believe a lot because I don't want to say like this is what happened. I did read some stuff online, but I have to fact check that too. So when he died, his wife actually decided to convert that whole site into a shopping plaza because she didn't want to be reminded of his death like every time she looks there. So they created Crossroads of the World. It has a dark history to it but it turned into something really beautiful and historic now. It's a crazy story. I'll, I want to like read more information about it before I talk more about it. But that sort of gives you like an idea of what happened, you know? So his wife hired Robert Videra, the architect, and he created Crossroads of the World in Hollywood. I've posted historical photos of this place on my Instagram, and I try to credit the sources for photos all the time. I created a Merch Motel Podcast Instagram account. It's just called Merch Motel Podcast. I don't know if I'll change the name, but I created that so I can also post photos of what I'm talking about so you don't have to go through my main account to like find it. And when I drop a new episode, I'll be like, yo, new episode is out. I don't know how often I'll make these episodes, maybe once a month, twice a month. I'll see. It depends on how well I figure out how to do this and how much time I have. So I'm going to Florida in a few weeks. And the reason I'm going is because I want to go to Universal Studios and Walt Disney World over there. Also, I'm going to see my friends, so that'll be fun. But the reason I want to go to the parks is because I want to do some cool comparison photos. They have a lot of buildings and stuff inspired by historic places in Los Angeles that they've recreated. Some of the places don't exist anymore. Hollywood Studios has a replica of Crossroads of the World. Like right when you enter the, enter the park, that's what you see. It's not the whole building, it's just like the front portion. And then on top of the globe, they have Mickey Mouse. And I, I think that one spins too, so I'm excited. I want to take photos of that and do like comparison photos to the one in Los Angeles. They also have the dark room storefront, like the facade of it, which I'm so excited about. If you don't know what that is, so on Wilshire Boulevard slash Miracle Mile in Los Angeles, um, there was a camera shop called The Dark Room. And it's a beautiful example of programmatic programmatic architecture i hope i'm saying that right it's pretty much the entrance of it is a huge camera and on top says the dark room and it was a camera shop in the 1920s and 1930s that type of that style of architecture was very popular and it's sort of you know there's a giant camera so that means it's a camera store and it was because like a lot more people were driving their cars googie architecture too was really influenced by car culture i'm gonna probably do a whole episode on googie architecture beautiful wonderful perfect googie architecture the best thing ever there still is a lot here i would say but every day it's like everything is at risk of being demolished i feel like so i will talk about that i have a lot to talk about i love googie architecture and signage i'm sure you can tell in my voice i'm like all hyper now. So anyways, the dark room on Wilshire Boulevard, it's not a camera shop anymore. It was a restaurant last, but since the pandemic, I'm not sure what's happened to that location, but the exterior like of the building is declared a historical landmark. So the camera is still there. The signage is no longer there, but the Museum of Neon Art in Glendale, they are awesome. They saved it and it's in their storage. Speaking of the dark room, I am 
releasing shirts inspired by that camera shop and it will be out soon so I'm really excited about it. And shirts and sweatshirts. Okay, I feel like I'm just rambling at this point, but Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World and Universal Studios both have replicas of the entrance of the dark room for their gift shops, I think. It might be a camera shop, I'm not sure. So I'm really excited to take photos of that and do fun comparisons. The one in LA is still around and they have the ones in these parks in Florida. The ones at the in the Florida parks actually still says the dark room on top. I'm very excited about it. It's so dumb like to be excited about that I feel, but you know what? Yeah, so they have a lot of cool stuff. They also, <laughs> also I love Ralph's the grocery store. I love it, I don't know why. And Hollywood Studios, no, just kidding. Universal Studios has like a storefront of like one of the old Ralph's buildings and it says Ralph's with the old logo. And I made a joke to my friend the other day. I'm like, it's so funny, like no one there I feel like knows what that is, but it's like Ralph's like, I'm gonna be freaking out about it. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I had more to say about the dark room. On Morgan Camera Shop, oh my gosh, all these cool camera stores. It's very sad what's happened to the facade of Morgan Camera Shop. If you don't know, it, the building's been pretty much abandoned for years and it got completely vandalized in like 2020. Um, like graffiti all over it. And it sucks because the the sign, the logo of the of the... Their little mascot is this like camera, is this man using a camera and his body is the letter M for Morgan. It sucks because it, it's like gone. It got like, you know, graffiti all over it and then they just painted the whole building like gray now. The original neon sign is still there, but that too got vandalized and the windows got boarded up. Before they boarded up the windows, you could actually still peek into the store and see like all the displays were just left as is. Like the cameras were there, all the old photos and stuff. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that place. So I have products inspired by that camera shop too. Pretty much that's what Merch Motel is if you don't know about it. I take photos about all these places because I love it so much and I try to document as much as I can because we lose so much every year. Like I took photos photos of Morgan camera shop in 2019 and the next year it's like the facade is non-existent and then I like to create fun merch and that's why it's like merch motel merch is merchandise and then motels is because it really started with a big focus on motel signs and I love so many different stuff but I feel like motel is cool because it's sort of like come to the merch motel and we have this and that and blah 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 and I like and I like the alliteration as well I'm hoping my darkroom shirts and sweatshirts will be ready before I go to Florida because I want to wear it and like take photos over there, you know? I might do an episode of my trip to Florida. I don't know if I will, but I'll definitely post photos. And last time I went uh, to Florida, I was just there for like one night or two nights. I took a red eye. It was crazy. And like, because I work full time, <laughs> I like flew out Friday night and landed there like Saturday morning. But I went to surprise my friend. It was her birthday, so it was really fun. Shout out Katie. And then my friend Brooke uh, drove me around. She was very nice. She took me to a lot of like the cool tourist spots there because I really wanted to go. Um, you know, they have the, the wizard shop. I forget what it's called. And it's like a huge wizard head. And then they have the giant mermaid. It's so fun. I love like crazy roadside attractions, you know. And I assume those places are built in the 80s, I want to say. Yeah, we went, where else? I went to a lot of places. Oh, there was like the giant orange gift shop. I didn't go to any of the parks, but I wanted to check out Cabana Bay which is a hotel resort at Universal Studios. And it's very mid-century modern. It's like a beautiful 1950s themed hotel. So when I go this next time, I'm gonna stay there. Uh, so I'll take photos of that too. I don't know if this part's interesting to you guys. I keep saying that about everything, but I don't know how long to make it. I'm gonna like listen back to 
everything I recorded um, and just be like, what is this? But still probably post it. And then like a few weeks from now, be like, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. Whatever. Okay. A question I get asked often is like how I got interested in all of this. And honestly, like, I don't really know. Like... There's so many stuff growing up I was always drawn to and like, it's not until when I look back at it now, I realize like, oh, that makes sense. Like why I like that. Like, is that, is it just like a natural weird obsession to have? Whatever. So I always really did like, like vintage stuff, retro stuff, vintage Disneyland, um, Americana, like all that stuff. But it wasn't like so obsessive, I feel like. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> um, I always, on my free time, I like to go to museums and the Museum of Neon Art, the first time I went, I was just like, wow, this is the best thing in the world. And I will always talk about them and always recommend them to everyone because what they do is seriously amazing. They are located in Glendale, California, and they literally save signs around Los Angeles that are gonna be destroyed and they restore it and put it on display so you can actually go and look at it. They have the Chinese theater dragon from the Chinese theater in Hollywood on display restored and it's like an animated sign. Their gift shop is very cute. They're, they have some merch motel items in their gift shop too. So I guess it's just like, just always liking stuff like that and then being just like a creative person. Uh, growing up, I always just always loved making stuff and doing things. What's funny is as a kid, I used to always make toys like board games and like toys and stuff for fun. And then I ended up becoming a toy designer. I would always just take a lot of photos too everywhere I would go. Slowly, I just became more obsessed with like neon signs and stuff. When I learned more about the art form of sign making, I was just like, way more appreciative of it too. Seeing it all in person at these museums, you know, going on tours around LA, all that stuff. I was just like, this is very cool. And it's very sad that so many people don't care and don't know about it. And it's crazy how often things get destroyed. And then when I like realized too that like, hey, we can actually try to save buildings and stuff like these beautiful works of art from being demolished you know not always but if you try and you have a community and you're able to like work together and raise awareness for masterpieces being destroyed sometimes it works you know sometimes you're able to save places and that was a big factor of like my inspiration behind all of this too i was working at a company when i started photographing motel signs and like neon signs like a lot and i was like just doing it for fun on like the weekend and stuff and then, and then like after work, you know? And then I stopped working there and then I created Merch Motel. And there's a lot of wonderful organizations and communities of people that really care and are appreciative of all of this. And I just met so many people and I learned so much more and I was like, wow, I need to like share all of this info with other people. I need to make more people fall in love with historical places and more people in general just need to be appreciative of these gems that we have that keep getting destroyed. It's so interesting every few years how um, interests of certain things change and like the demographic of people change too. I was just looking at this, um, I have a, a Colorado Boulevard street sign that I purchased at, uh, it wasn't an estate sale, but a restaurant went out of business and they were selling their signs and he would collect these signs and he bought it from city hall when they were changing out all the street signs or whatever. So I bought it. And that just reminded me, I go to estate sales a lot. And before the pandemic, like I would always, I would, I would always go. If you go now, the whole demographic of people, there are so different. I mean, it's cool, whatever. It's just interesting how like something like estate sales has a whole new audience now. And honestly, like 
vintage stuff is is super trendy now it's people love it more and more people are are loving it and learning more about it so it's fun to like geek out about it if you look at products and toys and everything a lot of stuff is like retro you know we're living in a state of romanticizing the past in a different way even though a lot of the people romanticizing it including me didn't experience it especially abandoned places too there's there's a hospital in in pasadena that i posted about recently and it, it has such a specific feeling when you when you see it and then when you explore it it's almost like you're feeling hopeful for something because of the history of it in a way but it's also very eerie and sad i don't know it's it's so it's such a weird feeling um Griffith Park. Oh my god, Griffith Park. So much to say about that place. It's amazing. That too sort of has an interesting dark history behind it because the owner, like the man who owned all the property, I will save it. <laughs> I'll save it for another episode and I'll have like a proper template and layout. It won't be like my crossroads fiasco if that's a good word to describe it where I'm just like all over the place, but I don't know. So, okay. This is okay, this is my this is my plan, you guys. I'm trying to go to a few cool places in America this year. There's a, a sign museum in Ohio that I really want to go. I really need to go to New York City. I want to take photos of the storefronts there. I don't really know, but I'm sure there are a lot of old ones there. The site of the New York World's Fair. Speaking of the New York World's Fair and how I was talking about Crossroads earlier, Charles Crawford's wife, her name was Joanne or Joan. Joan? No, 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 my bad. Her name was Ella. Um, there's, I was reading about it, was on Wikipedia? Wikipedia? Why can't I say that word? Uh, Crossroads of the World was sort of like the, the world's fair, but like, but a permanent attraction because it's these different countries. So I, I think that was a big inspiration for the concept of this place. It's so cool. It's so, 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 so cool. And another thing I want to mention, this is why, this is why I should have written down notes in like a proper uh, list, but whatever, this chaotic episode will just, will be what it is. What's so cool is like, if you don't know, if you've never heard of Crossroads, right? And like that whole concept, you don't know it. Not to bring up theme parks again, but Epcot in Walt Disney World, they have World Showcase. If you don't know what that is, they have like all these different pavilions, uh, meaning like these different sections of the park and each pavilion is like a different country you can go and experience the food and attractions and like the gift shops you know to me it sort of has that same concept of crossroads of the world in los angeles you go to walt disney world right and you have the crossroads building at the entrance and the main entrance is the pan is inspired by the pan pacific auditorium which also here in california adventure it's inspired by it built in the 1930s as well. In Los Angeles, it burned down in 1989. It was abandoned for years. Oh my gosh, so much to talk about. <laughs> what was I even saying? Oh yeah, you go to Hollywood Studios, you have the Crossroads building, and then you go to Epcot and you sort of have that Crossroads experience, sort of, not really the experience, just like that the concept is there, you know? I, I like that. Oh my gosh, I'm just looking over at my bookshelf. I have to say this story. So I also collect a lot of vintage stuff from estate sales or antique stores, blah, blah, blah. eBay, eBay has a lot, a lot of cool stuff. I think. In April of 2021, right before I started my new job, I went on a road trip from alone, which was I've never done and it was really exciting. I've done road trip road trips alone, but not this length alone, so it was really fun. So I drove from Los Angeles all the way up to Portland, Oregon. No, just kidding. I drove from Los Angeles all the way up to Seattle, Washington. I said Portland, Oregon because I was mainly going there to see my friend Kat and 
I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a whole road trip and go to Seattle. I've never done this alone. I don't know how much I'll enjoy it. And I loved it. I didn't realize how much I love doing this stuff alone until that trip. Because when I like go to these places or like whatever, or I'm, or I'm exploring and I'm just alone, I fully feel like not time traveling, but I'm like entering this alternate universe, which sounds crazy and dumb, I know, but... But I get so into it that like when I'm alone and I have no distractions, I'm just like in the zone, I guess, if that's what you you want to say. But I'm just like, wow, like <laughs> like when I was at Crossroads before the security guard like yelled at me. <laughs> it's like I'm in heaven. I drove through the Redwood Forest and it was so beautiful. Like it was it was unbelievable. I'd never been there and I've always wanted to go there forever, forever. And and when I went there, that was probably like my favorite part, which you wouldn't think it would be, but it's breathtaking. I feel like everyone needs to experience that. I saw a, a lot of great places. I had never been to Oregon or Washington. Oh my gosh, I made so many cool stops and a lot of people recommended places to me. So I'm very grateful for that. That's also why I love Merch Motel. I've, I've met so many amazing people and I learned so many new things. And where was I even going? Okay, do you guys know what <laughs> this has to, this ties into the story, don't worry. Do you know Moldorama machines? If you don't know, they were like these wax machines. Like there was a mold and you'd put a coin and the mold will be of whatever. Like let's say if you're at a zoo, it will be like an elephant. And then there's like a display of, of the toy or whatever. And you put in coins and then the wax goes into the mold and you see it happen like in front of you and it creates a little elephant wax toy slash figure so i go to seattle right also if you didn't know the space needle was part of was built for the world's fair in the 1960s not the new york world's fair there was a seattle world's fair i should do an episode on that too so i'm like oh i'm gonna take photos of the space needle and i think this was like my last day in seattle and i was gonna start my drive all the way back down to california so i get out of my car and i'm like taking photos and then i see like all these different buildings and stuff that are from the world's fair so i was like oh this is so cool i was taking photos i go up close to the space needle and i see there's a gift shop and i don't ride i don't like ride the space needle is that how you say it like because you can like go inside right side note i also really love tacky gift shops but i'm not referring to their gift shop like i live in la right and last time i went to hollywood i bought like a tacky hollywood sweatshirt because it's fun so i go to the gift shop and i was like you know what i want to buy something and, and i was gonna buy this little like figure of the space needle i guess and i spot the moldorama machine and I freaked out <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm pretty sure it was the same Moldorama machine from the World's Fair in the 60s. They restored it and there was a little video on it playing and it was talking about the World's Fair and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like insane. I get very like, I don't, I don't overreact. I, I guess I do, but you don't really see it on my face. I'm just like, actually, no, you know what? When I'm in the car, sometimes I, I scream from excitement when I see something. So I do overreact. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like looking at it. I decide to use it. And the figure was of the, and it was the space needle as a little like, you know, prop. I'll post a photo of the little wax space needle that I got. I was like, I want to take a video of it being made. Like I, I was really excited and I was like, I'll make a little video of it because you know, I take photos and videos of everything because I have no control. So I'm taking a video and it's like in the mold and it's about to come out and I got a phone call and I'm like, oh my God. And I was like freaking out because it ended the video. I was like, if I don't get the mold on video. So I declined the phone call and then I put my phone on airplane mode, I think, or something. And then I continued recording. So I get the little wax guy and I'm like excited. I take a selfie with it, but wait, there's more. So I'm all happy. Right next to the machine, there is a table or whatever. With all of these, I first see these retro postcards right and i'm like oh 
did they make reproductions of the postcard? And then I see records like vinyl and then I'm like, wait a minute, vinyl is popular. So I'm, I'm just thinking like this is all like either it's inspired by like vintage stuff because again, vintage is very popular or it's a rep reproduction, which is awesome. And they had a, a, a wooden pencil or they had like a wooden pen but the pen was shaped like the Space Needle. It was like huge. It was like a prop piece that you put on your tabletop. And the worker tells me like, oh, we found all of these products in like boxes in the storage unit because they were like cleaning it out. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Like I was all calm, but inside I'm like, whoa, like freaking out. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? And he was like, he was like, yeah, this is all original merchandise that was sold at the World's Fair. And this is just overstock that we had in the warehouse or whatever. And we found it. And I'm like losing my mind. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, what the, what? So I buy everything, <laughs> like one of everything that they had. I, I, like, I really, even now I'm like, what the hell? And then my friend uh, was there recently and shout out Guy Selga. He was like, did you know they were selling this stuff? I'm like, yeah. And he like sent me a photo of something he bought and it was, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't there when I was there. So I guess they found more stuff, but like what, how much stuff was there? And did they not know? Cause that's wild. Imagine finding that. I don't know if I found that box of products and it's like all original products from the world's fair in like perfect condition. Cause it was just stored in a warehouse. I would freak out like, also, I'm hoping like I'm not talking too slow sometimes, but right now I feel like I'm talking fast. So my my tone of voice always changes because I'm always all over the place. But yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next. Also, not to be annoying, but yeah, if you follow Merch Motel on Instagram, there's the Merch Motel podcast account. So like, check it out. <laughs> Oh, I went, to, I saw the Rose Parade floats. The day after the Rose Parade, they parked the floats and you can go look at them. And I've never done that, like look at them up close. And I've never been to the Rose Parade either. There's so many details that you wouldn't notice when you're watching it on television. And I feel like even if you're watching the parade in, in person, there's so many like more details on, this, on these floats and you don't see both sides of it if you're sitting on the street and watching, you know? And it's so fun because like I'll drive around here at night. You just see the Rose Parade floats at night just... You know, they're taking them away because the, the parade is over. You just see these huge floats with all the roses just on the street driving down. It's fun. I remember years ago, the first time I saw it, um, I was driving at night and then I see this like huge thing. I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's a rose parade float. This podcast is a mess. It will be a hot mess for a while. But thank you for listening. Um, I guess that's it. It's pretty. Sh is this short? Is this long? I don't know. Let me know. And maybe my next episode will be about my trip to Florida. Maybe not. All right. Peace out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking into the merch motel. Is that too lame to say? I like that. No, thanks for che checking out, checking in. I usually say that in like my emails and stuff because it's fun. Okay. Thank you for checking into the merch motel. See you some other time. Okay. Bye.